Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss here in studio. Bobby Bear at the Silver Slipper in Mississippi and Saints head coach Dennis Allen joining us now. And, Coach, we already know it was not the season that you wanted. It was not the finish that you wanted. 10-7 loss to Carolina, finished 7-10. and Spoke to the team today. You spoke to the media. What's what's the next process of evaluation for coaching staff? Uh, you meet with Mickey. You meet with Mrs. Benson. What, what is the process and schedule moving forward? Yeah, well, we, we uh, you know, I had an opportunity to, to meet with um, uh, the team today. Um, and then I spent some time visiting with, with Mickey today, we'll 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 go through that process, you know, throughout this week, um, and we're really going to go through a deep dive into the whole organization and, and things, you know, uh, self action review of how did we do um, this season in certain areas, and we'll look at everything from players to coaching staff to medical, uh, you know, the training room, the, the, the strength and conditioning, we're going to look at everything and, and uh, we'll look at the things that we did well. Um, and we'll look at the things that we've got to improve on and we'll, we'll uh, set a plan and course to, to, uh, to improve in those, those areas. Coach Allen, looking at uh, the game yesterday and uh, boy, it's kind of started off uh, uh, coming out of the gate smoking like we did against the Eagles. You know, you go eight plays, 75 yards, basically a four-minute drive, and you're up 7-0. Uh, to zero. And I'm looking how the defense uh, responded. Uh, you know, they went out, they went had uh, three and out, I'm going to say, and then uh, we get back on the field. And it's, and it's all of a sudden the middle, or I should say the beginning of the second quarter. And there was a scenario, because I don't see Andy Dalton missing this too much. It was a third and six. And he missed Taysom Hill on the touchdown. I think he was focused on Alvin Kamara. I don't know if it was an option-type route. And uh, if you can break down that play for the fans, because, man, Taysom was wide open, and usually Andy hits that. And he might have been focused just in trying to get a first down with Alvin. And then we all know uh, that Lutz uh, missed a 44-yard field goal. And it's like, what? We should be up 14-0 for sure, 10-0. but And then it didn't go well from there. But what happened on that particular play? Yeah, well, look, it was it was it was part of the progression, and I think really, you know, Andy kind of was thinking in his mind right now that he was going to get to get the ball to Alvin on a little option route underneath, and and that has been a good play for us. Um, 
you know, and, and, and obviously, you know, kind of Taysom came open and, and I don't think Andy really uh, saw that. And, and so that was an unfortunate play that was a, you know, kind of a missed opportunity for us. Um, you know, when you really look at really the whole first half, um, you know, we, we drive the ball down, we get the touchdown on the first drive, second drive, you know, we missed that opportunity. Uh, and then we missed the field goal. Um, the next drive, we're down there, have an opportunity. We, you know, we, we end up going for it on fourth down, didn't get it. And then the very next drive, we have the ball again, you know, in, in the two-minute drive and have the ball down there in scoring territory and turn the ball over. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, that's the way the game went. And that, in that particular game, we had opportunities in the first half, really four drives that, you know, we have the ball in scoring territory and, and we're not able to come away with points. And that's, that's, that's discouraging. You know, uh, Coach Allen, uh, you know, talk about the fans. Uh, you know, they were telling me that they want to see Taysom in there whenever it's a short yardage situation. And Alvin Kamara was outstanding yesterday. He rushed for a season high 107 yards. Uh, but then they thought that play was very predictable. Uh, he was stuffed a three-yard loss on fourth and short. Short uh, right there at the Panthers' 20-yard line. Uh, why wasn't maybe, they asked me, I said, oh, I'm asking Coach Allen, why wasn't Taysom in the game? Well, that, we had we had several plays up in, in short yardage situation. That was a play that we felt good about. Um, and look, anytime you're not successful, you're always going to get second guessed. Um, and and so um, I understand that that's part of it. Uh, we didn't get it there. Um, look, Taysom was dealing with a back injury um, all week long, um, and really it wasn't until you know, kind of a game time decision that he was even going to be active in the game. And so uh, there's a lot of factors that went involved in it. Um, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't make it. And, and certainly when you don't make it, then, then you open yourself up for, for questions as to why, uh, you know, we did what we did. Coach, what about the uh, kind of the impact of the game and how it impacted play calling both teams, out of the playoff situation, uh, not, not a whole lot to lose. Both teams went for it on fourth, team, fourth down. Both teams turned it over on downs. I mean, did that – I mean, had this been like a playoff game, would you have maybe – like in that second quarter when you went for it, like Bobby was just talking about, is that is that one of those things that – Yeah, that, that, that would have been different. That, that had – no, that had zero to do with it, you know. Um, look, I felt like we ran the ball effectively in this game. And, and uh, you know, there was a couple of times where – we needed to be able to run it and we needed to be able to, to gain yards and, and we weren't able to do that. But yet, if you watch the whole game, you'd say they ran the ball effectively in this game. Probably one of our better games just in terms of true running the football. Um, so that wasn't – that was, nothing in that game was about uh, we got nothing to lose. Um, everything in that game was about trying to win and, and we just weren't able to – uh, to make the plays we needed to to be able to win. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I look at, uh, you talked about the impressive opening drive, uh, but after that opening drive, uh, you got to get points. Uh, you have the ball inside Carolina's Farley-Yard line uh, four times, and you fail to turn any of those uh, drives into points. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Was Will Lutz in a little bit of a funk this year? I mean, I know the double doink in Minnesota – he ends up going four of eight uh, from 40 to 49 yards, four of six from 50-plus. 
But uh, I don't know. The NFL, you got to make those kicks. I mean, uh, just, uh, you know, you got to make them. That could be the difference whether you win or lose. And uh, was he dealing with anything or he just had a bad day or, or what? No, he wasn't dealing with anything. He just didn't knock the ball through. And I think Will would tell you that, you know, he expects himself to knock the ball through in that situation. Um, and we expect him to knock the ball through in that situation. That's, uh, that's what we pay him to do. And, um, and, and look, that, that, that is a little bit of a microcosm of, you know, the season in that we've, there's been plays out there for us to make. Um, and we didn't make enough of those plays this year to put us over the hump. Um, but yet there's also a lot of encouraging things that I saw, um, in this season. I like the way that the defense finished out, um, not allowing a team to score more than 20 points in the last eight games. I think that um, got back to, you know, the type of defense that we're, that we're used to seeing around here. You know, I like, the, I like the development of some of these young players like Alante Taylor, you know, uh, like a Jawan Johnson, like a Rashid Shaheed. Um, so there's some positive things. Chris Olave, I thought, had a good year. I thought – I thought Trevor Penning, his first shot out there at left tackle, I thought he played well. So there's a lot of encouraging things, and yet the discouraging thing is the record would indicate that we weren't as good as we needed to be. And so, um, But like I said today in the press conference, I've been here for 13 of the last 17 years, and I've been a part of seven and nine teams. I've been a part of eight and eight teams uh, that have gone on and won Super Bowls and won four consecutive NFC South championships. You are listening to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Saints head coach Dennis Allen along with Bobby Hebert. Keep it right here. This is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, as we went to break, you were talking about some of those young players. And I wanted you to talk a little bit more about Rashid Shahid. Uh, didn't play till week six, and I guess kind of talk about him in my, and also address if you can, like if Deontay Hardy doesn't get hurt and he's playing well, not turning the ball over, do we do we see Rashid Shahid this year? Well, look, I think that's a hypothetical question that's hard to answer, uh, you know, because we didn't go through that situation, uh, but yet, uh, look. Look, I think as with any of these injuries that happen throughout the course of this this year, had had Marshawn Lattimore not had the injury that he had, would we have gotten the extended look at Elante Taylor um, and really found out exactly what we have in him? Um, yeah, had Deontay Hardy not gotten hurt, would we have seen this out of Rashid Shaheed? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that he got his opportunity um, and when he got his opportunity, he took advantage of it. And, it. and each time we gave him an opportunity to play, he proved that he deserved more and more opportunities. And I think, you know, towards the end of the year, I think he was, you know, a, a significant weapon for our offense. 
Now, uh, Coach Allen, before uh, I wanted to ask you a question about uh, Chris Olave and uh, in his progression, because uh, in my estimation, well, I'm going to go there first. Uh, and to me, he's like good to very good. I don't think he's great. Uh, you can't uh, more. He needs to make more contested catches. You cannot fumble the ball. You have to know uh, the opportunity, uh, the task at hand. And what I mean by that, I mean, uh, you say you had an outstanding rookie year. Uh, but when he coughed up the ball late in the first half, why in the hell he's trying to go out of bounds? We have two timeouts. You got to protect that football. So what if you go vertical? It seems like he's worried about getting going out of bounds, and he got pushed out. Was he aware we had two timeouts? Well, look, I, I don't. That wasn't a question that was asked to him, and I, I think that would be a better question for him to to uh, to be able to answer. Look, I think he look. I think he had a. I think he had a good rookie season. I think there's some things that he has to improve on. Um, you mentioned it. I think contested catches. I think is an area that he can improve. I think his run after a catch is an area that I think he can improve. Uh, but yet, he does understand football. He does understand how to get himself open. And when you watch the tape, he knows how to run a route and he knows how to get himself open. And and I think there there's. As with as with a lot of guys on our team, there's areas for improvement, and I think the run after the catch, I think the contested catch, is an area is an area that I think he can improve on. Now, Coach Allen, looking at uh, defensively, and I was a little discouraged because I always viewed us as a top ten defense, and we were middle of the pack. And you know, you've talked about this a little bit about scoring defense. You know, we started out two and five, then now you look at the last ten, ten games, uh, we're five and five, but. I'm going to go in before uh, the Carolina game. I'll say we were 5-4. and four. And then uh, you look at the first seven games. I mean, that's why I look at scoring defense. The first seven games, we gave up more points than any other team in the NFL with 200. And uh, right then, we had 15 sacks. So I said, man, for us to win, we got to be way more impactful defensively, top 10. And then, like you said, since week eight against the Raiders, I'm looking at scoring defense. Uh, we're number three. Pass defense, we're number one. Uh, completion rate, uh, opponent uh, quarterback, 59%. Passer rating, only 77%, number one. Sacks, we're tied for second with 31. The question I have for you, and I don't know if you've ever witnessed this, but our pass defense, considering you talk about Lattimore being our plug-and-play, uh, Marcus Mann and uh, Tyron Matthews not even be able to play side-by-side, to me, it's unbelievable the amount of yards we did not give up with our pass defense. Because it was bottom line, it'd be a great accomplishment for another team if they had over 200 yards passing against us. Now, I know the pass rush comes into that, but uh, I thought, you know, Alante Taylor, you can name all the ones that contributed in our coverage in the secondary. Uh, but, but I thought we were outstanding, about as good as it gets when you, how you're trying to close out a season, especially since the Raiders game. Yeah, and look, Bobby. That's why when you have a when you have a process that you believe in, you have a philosophy that you believe in. You know, you don't panic when things don't go exactly the way that you know maybe you anticipated. But you know, over the long haul, that you're you're neither good nor bad until it's all said and done. And I think you know over the course of the season we just kept getting a little bit better defensively a little bit better defensively a little bit better defensively um and, and so when you look at you know at the end of the year and you say you're you're fifth in total yards and you're ninth in scoring defense and uh, i think we ended up being second in pass defense i mean 
there was a lot of positives to uh, to what we did defensively. And yet there's some areas that we can improve on. You know, I, I, we didn't stop the run as well this year as, as we have in, in, in previous years. We didn't create create the amount of takeaways as much as we have in previous years. And so those are areas that you identify and you say, OK, we got to get better in those areas. But then how do we continue to enhance the areas that we uh, that we had significant growth? And, and I think this year our pass defense showed significant growth. Coach, this show tonight's up against the college football championships. I know there's a lot of diehard Saints fans that are listening across the entire uh, Gulf South uh, Community Coffee Radio Network. I mean, what would be your message to them about this team's future knowing what you're up against from a, from a cap standpoint and right now with no, no first-round pick, what, what would be your message to them? Well, I think the message would be is that there's still a foundation for a really good football team moving forward. Um, I'd say that there's some uh, young players that have shown significant growth and development. And I would say that, you know, again, like I said, we've I've, I've been a part of that here where, um, you know, we, we go to the NFC Championship game at 10-6 and six and then a 7-9, and 8-8 eight eight season. Uh, I came back here in 2015, we're 7-9, seven 7-9, and nine, seven and, nine, and then we won four straight NFC South championships. So uh, we're not far off from where we need to be. There's certainly a lot of areas that we have to improve on. Uh, but yet I'm, I'm encouraged as we move forward uh, that, you know, every single game this year, um, you know, we, we I feel like we were in every game and we and we had a chance. Um, and so there's a half a dozen plays in each game that kind of are the, you know, pendulum swinging plays in a game. And, and so now the, the key for us is how do we make those plays in the future? We are listening to Saints head coach Dennis Allen. This is the Saints Coaches Show. Got to take a break. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear, back on the other side of this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. My host, Bobby Bear and Saints head coach Dennis Allen won a challenge yesterday. You were four for four, I believe, uh, with challenges. Who, who's first in your ear uh, on that when when you're they're looking at it upstairs in your coach's booth who 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 who, may, who kind of is first in your ear so to speak well so so really the process really is uh, Phil Galliano is in direct communication with Rizzy who's right there beside me on the uh, on the headsets and so my communication really is with Riz who's got the communication upstairs and uh, look I think we've done a good job on challenges this year I think we um, you know, that that particular challenge the other day, it, on the field, um, as I'm watching it, I thought I thought that Andy got the first down. I didn't like the spot. Um, and yet, you have to see concrete evidence on the replay that he got it so that you can win the challenge. And, and uh, you know, line to gain uh, or... Um, spot of the 
the ball is one of the least effective challenges actually um, in, in, in all of challenges that are made. And so um, I wanted to make sure yesterday that, that we had a good clean view uh, that, that, you know, said that the ball crossed the line and, and we felt like we had a good view and we, we went ahead and challenged it and we won. Yeah, you end up being uh, Coach Allen 4 for 4. I mean, that's perfect. You can't do better than that. But Coach Allen, before, let's say you went to bed uh, Saturday night and, uh, you know, you're dreaming, everyone's dreaming, and you wake up Sunday before the game, or you wake up early in the morning, and if all of a sudden that, that you could be plus one in the turnover margin and Sam Darnold is going to throw for 43 yards and a couple of interceptions. You say there ain't no way we're gonna win. Not gonna win, right? Wouldn't you say? I would. I would have taken that one, Bobby. If you know, I probably would have slept better on Saturday night if you could have told me all those things. You know. No, it's just you know because sometimes like fans come up to me, Bobby. What is the team? I don't know. I don't know the mental makeup of a team. I know physically you can't play in the NFL if you're not physically talented, and uh, and they've said, do you think at times? I said, I'm going to go challenge. Do you think the time how you, at times with the team how you close out a game, are we mentally tough enough? You know, when you're handling adversity and like you talk about a handful of plays, because I don't think it's physical. I mean, everybody in the NFL physically can do things. But what about from a mental aspect? Where do you view the teams at? And uh, is it, does it vary from individual to individual or, or, or what? Because it's not much difference whether you're 7-10 and 10 or 10-7. and 7. Yeah, and so I would say this, Bobby. I would say I never question the mental toughness of this team. When you when you really look at all the injuries that this team has faced um, and you look at how this team has continued to fight and compete, even when the record didn't, um, you know, wasn't as good as we wanted it to be, like the, the mental toughness I don't challenge – uh, with this football team. I, and and uh, I think that's been proven over and over. Now, um, have we executed as well as we needed to in critical moments? Well, may, maybe we haven't. Um, but yet, mental toughness is not something that I would ever question uh, about this team. You know, you win three of your last four um, after a heartbreaking defeat like we took at Tampa Bay I think that shows a lot of about a lot of uh, uh, about this team in terms of mental fortitude. Coach Allen, I even said, uh, let me tell you, because I've been in cold games and I've been around players in Cleveland. When you were down ten to zero, a lot of players don't want to stay on that warm bench, <laughs> whatever. So I look at Cleveland how we bounce back, and look at even when you're going on the road against basically number one seed now in in, in the Philadelphia Eagles, and how we set the tone uh, from the get go. So, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, we, we didn't take advantage of opportunities. But uh, that's why, uh, and I told fans this, I said it doesn't matter whether you agree with me or not. I can tell you right now, the team's playing hard for Coach Allen. They're not tuning them out. They're not turning them off. And I'm just being objective. I'm not just saying that because you're there, because I've said this a number of times, that the team is playing hard for Coach Allen. The Detroit Lions are playing hard for Dan Campbell. Look at the, sure. the Panthers. They playing hard for Coach Wilkes. Look, all of a sudden they fired their coach, Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco. Didn't you think like Carolina they were playing? I mean, because uh, they easily no. could have went in another direction. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that they were playing hard for him, and 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 yet I felt like 
man, if we had to take advantage of the scoring opportunities and it, it, you know, in that first half, that, um, that, that, that game would have been totally different. So I look, I think that says a lot for, um, you know, Steve Wilkes as a coach. It says a lot for Dan Campbell as a coach, when your team continues to fight and play and, um, when most people out there think there's nothing really to play for, um, if you can get your team motivated to play hard and, 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 and play fast and those types of things, I think that's, uh, I think that's important. Well, Coach, it will be, uh, and we expect it to be a very interesting offseason. We appreciate your time. It was not, not the way you wanted it to end, but as always, better times ahead, and thanks for joining us tonight and this season. No, absolutely, guys. I enjoyed doing this with you guys. All right, Look thanks, forward Coach to doing Allen. it again. Okay. Right, take care. YouTube. All right, let's pause 10 seconds to let stations identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back, we're going to speak with second-year offensive line assistant coach Zach Streif. Used to sit in this seat, also up in the booth. So we'll talk with Zach Streif about this season and what's ahead on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.